Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are doing another creator spotlight on Mark Miller. Well, not another creator spotlight. Yeah, Miller. Uh, to people who don't know any better. Um, although I can see the confusion. It's, it's Miller with an A. Uh, not to be confused with comic artist Mark Miller with an E. Who? Yes. I All know. right. Cool beans. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This side. And I'm Michael. So. It's early. It is early. <laughs> um, and that answers one of our questions this week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, we're going <laughs> to. Uh, in wait, the interest what, of. What? In the interest of uh, letting y'all know how, how this show comes to be, uh, we used to record uh, Monday nights. I think we've talked about that before. We, we usually record Monday nights. All the time. All the time. Um. And now we can't anymore because Hyde's uh, school schedule got moved around. Uh, school. School schedule. So it means he's got to play Destiny. I don't play Destiny. No, he's playing Star Wars uh, Battlefront. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one asked you. Hyde, Hyde's Lego time moved to uh, Mondays from 6 to 9. So we can no longer record on Mondays. So we now record Sunday mornings. It's my angry Lego drinking time. Yeah. In the tub. In the tub. In the tub. I got my tub toys. <laughs> Can you can you take Legos in the tub? Yes. Okay. As long hey, as they don't have stickers on them. No, even if they they have both the Lego ships, some of those can actually float in the water. I would imagine that they would get gross. You'll like, float too. You'll float too. I would imagine that once you put the Legos together, I'm too fat to float. It gets the uh, like they get mildewy and gross. You probably wouldn't want to leave them together. Anything you built in the nah, tub. Nah, yeah, yeah. You dry them apart and dry okay. them off. Speaking of it and Legos, <laughs> how, how how upset were you, Hyde, when when you saw the lime green? Lego piece oh my, uh, oh set Lord. set almost three years before it was actually supposed to come out. That outrage <laughs> took me out of the picture. I was done with the movie at that point. <laughs> I'm changing my score. <laughs> Two out of ten. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but anyway, um, so horrible. I know, right? Um, but so uh, this week we're going to talk about uh, Mark Miller because uh, next week is uh, Kingsman Two. The Golden Circle. The Golden Circle. The Golden Circle. Um, and there's a new Kingsman book out, which he actually doesn't have anything to do with other than his name's on the top. Um, it's a grace period. Yeah. <laughs> and so so we're getting ready for that. But, so we're not going to talk about Kingsman today, though. We're going to talk about all his other things. Oh, we're not talking? No. That's the only book I read. Sorry, man. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> and you'll find out why next week. <laughs> uh, but... No, I'm not reading that book. We also, um, we, we also uh, have a new uh, feature we want to debut. Uh, we had our question box up for uh, less than a week. We had it up for a couple of days. Uh, got some questions here uh, from uh, from y'all uh, about uh, uh, one about last week's episode. Thanks, Jen. Uh, well, let's go ahead and get to Jen's first here. We'll get, we'll get to Jen's. Uh, so Jen's question was, if you could choose to be a character from the It movie, who would us be? Who is that? What is no, it, it says. It would say. It would say. Who would us be? Who would you three be? Who would you three be? Uh, well, I'm obviously I'm Ben. I mean, uh, obviously I'm Bev. Yeah. So there you go. So both of y'all are Bev. No, no what you said, ben. Ben. He said ben. 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 The kid with the t-shirt. I, the kid I with said the cool Bev. So I'm the cool one. And then, uh, well, I, then I guess I'm Mike. Well, there you go. All right. Yeah, you are Mike, actually. Dude. Like the, the the weird Boom. the weird loner kid that nobody talks to for a long time and then like gets all the racial slurs thrown yeah. at him. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, seriously, I'm Eddie. No, you're not Eddie. I'm Eddie. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. You're Bill. 
Oh, I gotta be Bill. Or Stan. I can probably be Stan. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're more Stan than any of them. Now the real question is who's Jin, and the and the answer is Henry Bowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, yeah, Jin is uh, definitely uh, uh, Henry Bowers or Patrick Hoxetter. I don't know one of the one of the uh, one, one of, the, of the bullies. One of the bullies. That's Jin. Uh, shout out Jin. Um, all right. Uh, let's, what what else do we have? Um, let's see. So, I guess this is a debate because y'all do audiobooks. But is listening to a book the same thing as reading it? I don't think so. Of and that is that is an unknown. We have unknown. No, we have no name on that one. Un- name on that unknown. One. Unknown. Um, now, to be fair, I audiobook and read. Uh, not the same book. I have I have one book that I'm reading and then one book that I'm listening to. Um, and the answer is yes. It is the same thing. The text is the exact same. Uh, it's not. There's no additions. No subtractions. Um, and it helps you out with pronunciations in particularly complicated books. Um, yeah, that would help with Star Wars books, but I refuse. My God. Yeah, it does. Because, <laughs> like, like uh, Grand, Grand Admiral Thrawn, his real name, like, uh, yeah. Mithron Rudu yeah. or whatever, like, I, if, if I'm reading that, I'm just going, mm-hmm, Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yeah. Uh, and it's and because I I read a lot of D and D books and oh I'm, yeah, the, yeah those names dude, go like, get out of control like I'm I'm not trying to read Menzo Barons on right. and try to you know I I need to hear that for sure uh, yeah, and yeah. and uh, I actually one of the cool things is the audiobooks have really gotten a big um, resurgence lately like Audible does commercials right yeah, yeah. Um, that's because they're over Amazon now they didn't used to be but for now sure. they're over yeah, Amazon yeah. and it's a really good deal you know um, that too like even like the the Lock and Key one. Like they put yeah. on like a whole production for it. Like yeah. they got multiple like, like radio dramas. Pieces. Well, yeah. yeah. See, I I can understand radio dramas and stuff like that. I don't know. I at the same time, I never found the appeal for an audiobook. But I I, I didn't until recently. Until I had a commute. Okay. Um, I didn't like when I worked five minutes from home. I I never listened to an audiobook until I started working here, and then I would drive up here. Now you're about twenty five. Huh. Minutes from twenty five minutes from work. From work yeah. yeah. Uh, and so. I listen to them every day on the way to work and back. So it's it's just it's something you can do. What does an audiobook cost you? What does an audiobook cost? Okay, well, uh, MSRP on an audiobook is not what it costs me. Uh, generally, because uh, an Audible subscription is $15, $15 a month and you get one. Okay. Um, an audiobook MSRP can range anywhere from 20 to $50. Yeah, and you got to think. So with something like uh, Game of Thrones is going to be an expensive one. Yeah, that one a, a typical audiobook is going to run you ten to fifteen, 15 hours. Yeah, ten to fifteen yeah. hours. Uh, Game of Thrones, f- the first book is I think 48, 48 hours. So what you're paying for for the extra book? So the hardcover, brand new, was thirty bucks. Yeah. So you're paying an extra twenty. That's for the narrator to read it. You're paying for the producer to record, yeah. to set it up, okay. and the editors, and you know, you know, you're paying. You know all these extra people that are involved, not just George R. R. No, R. R., of know? course, right? And but I, I, I don't. There's no way audiobooks are worth it if you're just straight up buying audiobooks. That's they're very expensive. But Audible is fantastic. I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, I and I've I've gotten a bunch of people here on it, like yeah, sure. Jesse, Laura, you. Uh, Natalie, when she was working here, Dylan, Dylan. kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, what, Carissa and I are the only holdouts. Well, no, Carissa uses. Well, she doesn't use Audible. She she, she uses them and listens to audiobooks on YouTube. 
I, I oh, noticed she bought, she bought a she got an account. Oh, did she? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, she. Oh yeah, you're right. She does because she buys the year and right, right, she buys the year subscription. Them, That's yeah. right. So then I'm the only holdout. Yeah, you're the only one, and I, I, I understand your point because I I don't, I don't sit around in my house and listen to audiobooks. Right. I don't either. I have like if I'm taking a bath or something like I want right. to have a nice relaxing tubby time and. <clears throat> Turn on the... Uh, bring your Legos in there. Yeah, bring my Legos. And listen to something like... Uh, some wine and cheese and listen to some some, some drow fighting some orcs. And, uh, just, you know, relax. And um, play it out and shit back. Yeah, yeah, right. But no, I never I never listen to it at home. Um, only in, in the car um, or while I'm working here in the back on Monday, night, uh, Monday afternoons and uh, maybe while I'm grocery shopping sometimes. For sure. Yeah, Other yeah. than that, I mean, it's a great way to actually increase your reading productivity. Uh, I think. What do you think, Ron? Is it the same? Is it the same? Yeah, I agree, man. Um, I y'all already know. I personally just don't read books. Right. Uh, just because I, I one, I really don't have the time. I'd rather go home and play video games well, or watch random TV shows. We, what it is is we don't make time. We couldn't make I mean, more time could, to do you it. You could, but right. I mean, we do. We do a lot. Yeah. Like I mean, we're busy nerds. Whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. But really I was talking to my, I was talking to my grandma this this past weekend and. She was like, "Yeah, I re- she reads a f- five books a week." Right. What? Well, I mean, she does. She doesn't. But she work. also doesn't work. And when she was telling me that, she was like, "Yeah, I haven't really started reading books a lot until I stop working." Stop working. Yeah. So, I mean, she sits around the house. She either cooks, reads, or watches like BS, like cowboy TV shows. <laughs> well, it's funny, cause and that's her life. So, there's nothing wrong with Maverick. <laughs> look, I look. Wow. The show's fine, <laughs> but I'm not watching that um. every day. <laughs> Uh, our friend Robert, he um, he's in our fantasy football league with us, um, which we can t- get to in a sec. Uh, he uh, when he graduated college, there was a year gap because he has a very spe- uh, specialized degree, and it's like in biochemical engineering. So right. it's a very specialized degree. So it's not just like let me go to the biochemical engineering store and go get a job. So like he was, he had like a six to nine month period where he was just didn't have a job yeah. where he was at a, at a college. He read. So much. He's like, yeah, I read... This is right, like right, right when Twilight was coming out. He's like, yeah, I read them all. <laughs> they weren't very good, but I mean, I read the first one, so I figured I might as well read the last read them, ones. Read the last one. Read them all in a week, yeah. and it's like, you know, he just read everything. Right, yeah. I mean, he, still, I reads, he still reads a lot now, but not... not as much. Like, he's like, I miss when I didn't have a job and I could just <laughs> read all right. day. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you know how much I knew about D&D? <laughs> I knew it all. <laughs> now it's gone. Yeah, man. I mean, we... Work takes up most of the time, so yeah. I mean, uh, we have work. We have work. we have pot, uh, we have um, the podcast, which is once a week, right? And we we go. Have the, we have the movies for the podcast. Movies every week, we, almost movies every week. Yeah, uh, we've got um, and in our various D and D stuff. D and D once a month in the store. D and D once a month online. Uh, well, it was, it was more or less, to, it was supposed to be every more week, or less. But now yes, it's just moving yes, to yes, once yes. a month. You know, we got we have a lot of I mean, commitments. I mean, and there's always these random art and shows Hyde, I want to go to. Hyde's got Legos. <laughs> And then video games. Yeah, it look it's it's a lot to do. Yeah, so. there's a lot. So um, audiobooks, I can definitely see if you have never had the opportunity right. to to try it or if you have longer if, than twenty five minutes if, to if, if go to work. Ten, if you have a ten minute, fifteen minute commute, you have no need for it. But right. driving in the car by yourself, it's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else we got, Hyde? All right, so another one I got here, and I'm going to save some of the, the two funnier ones for the end. Um, if you could remove one hero from existence, who and why? And this comes from Drew. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like—a Drew with a smiley face. All right. Well, thank you, Drew. 
Um, if I could remove one hero from existence. So they have never exist? Yeah. Uh, so do we for, do we forget that they've ever existed at that point? Or do we know that they're gone and we just never no, they, see them again? No, we, we never knew they existed. Ooh. Mm. See, that changes the dynamic. Who do I want to never, ever think about? Like Kite Man? No, he's not a okay. hero. Dang. I read that last night, the, the part 30, two of, yeah. of Kite Man. It was, it was pretty good. Um, who I w- Dude, I have no... Uh, I, that, see that that's kind of a tough one. Um, What's some like stupid hero that nobody cares about? No, it's not. See, I'm not going with that because that's easy. <sighs> yeah, but I don't want to like. I my first thought was Deadpool, but I love Deadpool so much. I would. You're wearing, I, you're literally wearing a Deadpool shirt right now. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I would. I couldn't do that. Red Tool. He's my favorite. <laughs> Red, Tool. <laughs> Red Tool. He's not. Well, I don't know. Whatever. He's Har- not a hero. Harley whatever. Quinn. <sighs> I think there's more. I mean, people. Okay, so it's either the, Deadpool or it's Harley Quinn. Okay, yeah, but the thing with Harley is that there's Deadpool's only been bad since uh, Daniel. Yeah, so yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, there's more bad Harley than there is good. The, Harley. I I will agree like, with you on that. But I, and I don't think the world is going to be like would be any less rich if you didn't have Harley Quinn in it. This is coming from a non, obviously from a non fan. So, I almost want to agree with you just because it's so badly written, and it's and it's and the foreseeable future, the creative team is not changing. Unfortunately, so I mean, but you know, it's weird because her solo books suck. Yeah, when she's part of Suicide Squad, she's fine. She's actually written sure. kind of smart and has like political commentary that right, is actually funny. Mm-hmm. And then you have like, oh nope, now she's meeting Deadpool. See, what I want to say, like Spider Man. Like, what would happen if Spider Man was gone? I don't know. See, like, that's, be, a, that's a, a weird world. Well, that leads us into Civil War, which Mark Miller wrote. <laughs> yeah, boom, boom. Segways. Uh, no, um, I don't know. I, that's tough. I, that I is would, a tough I, question. I'd go. I'd go. It's a really Harley. good one. I'd say Harley Quinn, though. I would probably say Harley Quinn too. Yeah, I'll probably have to agree with you. Well then, wow. Uncanny universe. Uh, Officially official. over with. We're done with her. Oh well. All right. So her twenty-five years is coming up. Her yeah, yeah. Years. <laughs> uh, Harley Quinn day. Segway. Uh, um, and last funny one. I'm going to save the last question for when we actually get into our topic. Um, this one, I I think we all know who this one comes from, but is it is also blank, and it is why is Hyde so savage? Um, <laughs> For those of you that don't know, it is Sunday at ten fifteen, which is way past Hyde's, uh, way before Hyde's normal wake up time it, on Sunday morning. It is actually I'm normally up in about fifteen more minutes to go to the gym, but yeah, and then we got, but we had to get here early to yeah. set up, and Hyde got Krispy Kreme, so I mean, Hyde's uh, Hyde Savage because it's early. I it's it's early. It's early for Hyde. It is it is early. <laughs> it's Hyde early. So the oh, wait, there's one more question, but we're gonna save that um, for uh, when we actually get into the Mark Miller stuff. So real quick before we thanks um, for your questions. Yeah, guys. thank you no, so much. Awesome. Uh, and we're gonna have that box up, you know, permanently. Yeah, because the next one will be uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. So Kingsman. so yeah. I think what we'll do is we'll maybe we'll put it for the next two episodes. I don't know. Well, we gotta figure it out. We'll, we'll, see. we'll have a. We'll see. Yeah, we'll have the box up. Yep. Um, real quick, um, how'd your week one go in fantasy football? Can we not talk about that? Cool. So, Mark Miller. <laughs> Speaking of week one stuff, um, Ron and I got to read a couple of the early Who? leaks of... Me? Um, yeah, you. Oh, or? Or did you read? I did. Well, um, I Marvel Legacy. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, so we got to read a couple of the Marvel Legacy issues. i pull them up. Because I forgot which ones they were. Um, I have them pulled up as well. But, you know, it's kind of... It's interesting to say the least, because... 
you know, as retailers, we get these, they send us PDFs to kind of go over these books and yeah. read them to kind of help us figure out what they want. So for week one of Marvel Legacy, we have Avengers, Iceman, Jessica Jones, Royals, Spirit of Vengeance, Venom, X-Men Gold, The Legacy Spotlight, and Iron Fist. Yep. Okay. Wow. Um, Ron, with the ones that you read, what, what are your impressions so I'm going to go off and say this first. <sighs> Marvel Legacy. What is Marvel Legacy? Marvel Legacy uh, is not a reboot. No. It's so not. all these ones that, the, most of the ones I've read and the ones that are coming out are basically Continuation. continuations of what's already read, uh, right. already out. They're, yeah, it's not a reboot. So if you're trying to start at Marvel Legacy, you should probably go back and read some of the other stuff. That's kind of. Stuff. That's kind of the same thing I got, and you know I haven't read much of those titles that they. I've read a few of the ones for week two, which sure. we'll get into later. But from what I was reading, I was like, "Well, there's not, not except for maybe Spirit of Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance is the the new one. Was probably the it's the new number. Everything one. else sounds like it's. But Iceman has been going on for that issue seven, seven. will be the one that yeah. starts Legacy. Um, Iron Fist is like on it'll be nine when that comes out. Um, well, that's Avengers like- is on like thirty. It, well, that's kind of like what they did, I think, when they did Marvel Now in 2010, which was not a, uh, a, a reboot. It was a continuation of stories, but sort of trying to bring everything into a line. For sure. So that they have a more concise... Right. Marvel doesn't do the reboots as much as they do the realignments. Right. It's like, okay, let's we got we got off track for a little bit. Right. And let's, let's re- uh, yeah. refocus. Yeah. So, or renumber. Yeah. Renumber. Yeah, that too. But um, so I read Iceman, Avengers, and Spirits of Vengeance. Uh, my favorite one out of it was probably the Avengers one. Um, they are dealing with a lot of stuff from Secret Wars, okay. with the different universe coming in and all this stuff. Um, you have the Avengers and the Champions kind of going head to head. The Avengers don't see. The champions as a credible. fulfilled team yeah. or credible team. Uh, so I don't know. It's a it's a cool dynamic. The Iceman one was fine. Uh, I didn't understand anything in that book, right? Because it's because I haven't read, I haven't read the other ones, so right. it was kind of like oh, was, and it felt like some random story. Okay. Like they were just going out, and he's finally having his first date. Okay, so I don't know. It, it's weird. It was weird. It's weird going into this because. Obviously, outside of some of the major events, I have not actually read some of the solo titles for right. Marvel sure. books. So it was kind of weird going into this because, you know, the the way I saw Marvel Legacy was this kind of exact same way I saw Rebirth. The Legacy one-shot was going to unveil the secret history of the Marvel right. Universe, right. and yeah. then everything else was going to kind of figure out. And that's through, what it kind of made it seem, book. because, you know, they're going like, we're going to bring back the classic characters. Right. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Which, so something's happening in Legacy one-shot that will push this forward into this, these other books. And don't get me wrong, I like the art. I think most of the books are really well written for the most part. Spirit of Vengeance was kind of weird. Yeah, that one was weird. I'm intrigued enough to read the second issue, though. Well, that one seems like it's just made as like a fan thing. Like, look how cool this well, would I, be. I, my theory on that is they're pushing this now so they can do the Netflix stuff. That I mean, makes sense. that could be. I mean, I, that's my theory. That, I don't know I mean, if I'm... I'm probably wrong. But, I mean, it could be. Yeah, but it could be. But, so, it just kind of... It's just a weird place for... Because I think even, for some apparent reason, I, and I might be wrong in this, someone can find a news article for this later, but I thought they kind of promoted it as, 
this is where you want to start reading Marvel if you haven't been reading Marvel again. I don't know. I mean, you well, could maybe be right. The, maybe the one shot will sort of explain, Some stuff. at least set the tone so you can figure it out. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Well, they're supposed to, even with most of these titles, they're supposed to be bringing back old classic, classic characters. Versions. Yeah. But it's supposed to be throughout a story arc. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be not all like, at once. Yeah. It's, not gonna... it's not like a light switch and like, here's all the old guys. Right. Yeah. It's like a. Like they're going to be slowly. It needs it's, to, it's an art. They have grab. to have a purpose to bring yeah, right. these characters back. Yeah. And I know um, Jean Grey and actually some of the ones I read for week two, they've already started. Some of that stuff's already coming back. Um, okay. And especially in All New Wolverine, there's a big one at the end of that. Yeah, I know about that one. Um, I'm intrigued for the most part. I don't know yeah, how I mean, else I feel about it as an overall yet, though. I, I'm waiting to see the one shot. Yeah. See how that plays out. Um,. So hopefully we do have a couple more of these PDFs, so we might hopefully kind of keep have this more on to talk about, talk about, for sure. and kind of, and just for upcoming well, because, books in general let's see, too. Uh, the next, well, the next episode is going to be Miller. Uh, well, yeah, I know, but it's going to air after the midnight. Yeah. I think right. Oh, for sure. So, so yeah, I will, yeah, we'll talk about the one shot. Yeah, so we'll yep. be able to we'll be able to talk about full spoilers for the one shot because yeah, for we'll, sure. we'll have read it, and I think assuming we get the PDF. Yeah, if we get the PDF. Well, if we get the PDF. Well, early. you know, the thing, too, with that is um, whatever the big secret for Marvel Legacy is, Marvel has already announced that they're just going to leak it to Entertainment Weekly. Oh, okay. And well. instead of letting Bleeding Cool have it. <laughs> well, there you go. Good old Bleeding Cool. So, but fantasy football, I yeah. sucked. Ron sucked. You were the only <laughs> one that won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I won my game. I don't know what you're Ron, uh, Hyde, Hyde had the negative uh, effect of uh, having Dalton start. And uh, Dalton got. If you like, if you don't care about football, just skip three minutes. And um, <laughs> Dalton got you negative three points. Negative three. I don't points. even know how you do that. Neg- well, he had three he interceptions. Picks. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he had three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Negative three. Inter- negative three. And then Kevin White, my starting wide receiver for the Chicago Bears, shattered his collarbone within the first half of the game, so he was completely out, which decimated my point right. score. But what makes me mad now is that Dalton against the Texans. Scored nine point three points in fantasy. It's like right. It's like I could, you couldn't get me at least nine points. I mean, it wouldn't have made you win, but like, it's that negative. Seeing that negative is just the worst. I mean, he should have had higher points, but you know, I know whatever. it's the Texans. So, I mean, and Ron had a rocky Man. start because okay, so Man. Edelman gets oh, well. First thing before well, the, before 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 week one, two days after our draft. Um, your first round pick, which was Anquan Bolden, I think, right? Or yes. Was, well, I, well he, I don't know where I chose him in the. But yes, he was he, he was retired. one of your top five picks. He retired. He retired two days like, after our draft. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> after right. he just signed a contract too. Yeah. So like, it's like that's oh, weird. All right, cool beans. So there's one guy gone, and then and then uh, Julian Edelman uh, decided to tear his ACL. What a jerk! Why did I'm you do that? sorry that you had to go through that, but. I, but I, I needed need you points. to play. <laughs> and, and then your week one experience was just rough. And then, the, and then Brady and Gronk. Uh, the Patriots as a whole. If you don't know, Ron is a giant Patriots fan. I am. Uh, since about 2005. Uh, when they were, you know, at the height and everyone was being nah, that's, Patriots that's, fan. that's a lie. But uh, <laughs> Patriots had a first horrible week. They had a really bad week one. So uh, now we're recording this two hours or so before their game starts. So they're probably going to have a really bad week. They're too. playing New Orleans, no, so they should be fine. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so they, yeah, now you, you, New Orleans and Ron, the Patriots are zero and one. Well, Ron both has uh, Brady and Gronkowski, 
and Ron and I both got negative alerts for players on our team this morning. <laughs> mine was about Odell Beckham Jr. and a stupid ankle, which and, we, whatever. And mine was about them changing plays and having three tight ends on the field. So Gronkowski will Gronk. get fewer targets, yep. apparently. So uh, it's looking good. Looking good. It's going to be a good start. I'm projected to, <laughs> I'm projected to lose. I'm projected to win. I, I, I was also projected to lose last week, and I didn't. Uh, so... I was projected not to lose that bad. <laughs> so, so there yeah. you go. Yeah, Ron. Ron at this point has the record for the uh, probably for this season and last season. I'd have to go and look for the uh, <laughs> l- the biggest loss, not the lowest points. Hyde had the lowest Hyde, points. Yeah, Hyde had the lowest points. But Ron had the biggest uh, lo- loss margin. Yep. Uh, Fun bad. times. It was like 40, 47 to one eleven or something. Uh, shout out, Jim. But, but hey, again, I said I only lose five. That's right, so you did. There, so there so, you go. But no, you've already so there's two, so you can only lose three more. No, I, well, what uh, you talking about? <laughs> week week two isn't done no, yet. No, week sir. nine. Week oh yeah, week nine is when all the when, that out. I'm not I'm not counting that. <laughs> week nine is when the Patriots are off. I'm well, playing Mike, so I don't know. Well he only has I'm two okay. Patriots left anyway. Hey Mike won his first game. Yeah, he did. And he's on track to win another one. Stupid Matt Stafford. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. Anyway, um now that we've been talking for half an hour, let's talk about Mark let's Miller. Talk Mark, Mark, nah, nah. Ron Ron Miller. knows it's Mark Miller. Mark Miller. Um, it's funny because I was watching... Um, some... Miller. Yeah, <laughs> Mark right. Miller. This is our second uh, creative spotlight on a, a person from Scotland. So I don't know what that says about us, but there we go. Um, go check out our Grant Morrison one. That was a really fun one. That was a really good one. I we feel like we another. need to do like two or three more Grant Morrison we need ones. To do like well, he's coming more, out with yeah. another Klaus story, so I want to talk about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. For sure. Um, so Mark Miller is a Scottish comic book writer. Uh, who has done lots of things. He's worked for Marvel. He was worked for Image. Worked for DC. DC. Uh, I guess that's it, right? He worked for... Uh, oh, well, that would be Image, too. Uh, I was going to say Wildstorm, too. And top Cow. Yeah, no, yeah, top, yeah, it's all Image. It's all Image. So, what is your overall opinion of Mark Millar? Or, or Mark Miller? How, like, how... <laughs> I know. You're, Ron's infecting yes. me. Ron's infecting me with his incorrectness. <laughs> like, do... When you hear there's a new Mark Miller book coming out, what is your general thought process? Yay. <laughs> okay. He has great stories. Like, his ideas are vast. Right. Like, all these books are more or less different. Yeah, every everything he writes, for the most part, is Now, <laughs> when I hear new books coming out, I'll be like, oh, cool, we're going to get one story arc, and then it's going to be... It's then then it's going to be abandoned. Then we won't, yeah. Well, then we'll get, like, a movie in three years. No, 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 no. What happens is nothing. we hear a new book comes out. Before the book comes out, maybe, like, an hour before, it's optioned for a movie, and mm-hmm. then we never hear yeah. anything else right. of it. Um, well, he's got Empress, he's Chrononauts, got, he's got Nemesis, four things that are optioned for movies. Right well, now. I Jupiter's mean, Legacy, or, or that are actually coming out. Most of these books we're going to talk about are oh, at Netflix now. So uh, yeah, well, because Netflix bought Miller, bought Miller World. World. So what is Miller World? Miller World is his ego. <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> MillerWorld.tv is a website that is all Mark Miller's stuff, and it's basically yeah, it's all most of his books. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about. It's all um, of his, his own it, stuff. It's his, it's his stuff. stuff. Yeah, it, most of his it's, image. Stuff. It's his brand, basically, right. and you'll. It's bordering on uh, egotistical. Uh, uh, yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, because on all the back of all the books, like if you go get um, what's that? Empress has Empress, it. like all of them. And it's got Do the big, it? the big Miller World logo Every on the back. Every single one. Oh wow, they really. Oh, except for those. Except for that one. All right. 
Not um, the not the Jupiter. Well, a lot, I mean, like I'm talking about the single issues. Like the whole back page was oh, yeah, the Miller the, World, yeah, Miller yeah, yeah, World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on, I mean, it seems it, it is very egotistical, but he also does do get he does give back a lot. In yeah. that he does like a yearly, maybe twice a year. I'm not sure. A talent search. Uh, twice a year. Sure. Twice a year. Twice he does a search yeah, where, yeah, he, get, where he, you know, will get people and put them on books. And but Rob Liefeld does that too. So <laughs> hey, hey, and Rob Rob Liefeld is doing doing something right. That's about it. Um, but you know, I think he's just a, he's just one of those interesting comic book um, personalities of guys that is out there and is very um, outspoken. And he's very, um, he knows how valuable his products are. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of weird. When you think of Mark Miller, you, you're you like, wow, everyone talks about this guy. He's got to be writing 80 million books a year. And when you kind of realistically look at it, I mean, I, I know we're missing stuff here, but let's, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven... We twelve thirteen books, I think, is roughly sure. Yeah, right. Where, but you when you think Mark Miller, you're like, wow, okay, so he's got to be like Jonathan Hickman, who's got just a, a run million. of Avengers, yeah. or Brian Michael Bendis, no. who's just got a run. <laughs> he does No, he's got a handful of stuff that maybe might break three trades. I mean, if you stack up all of his stuff, other than that, I mean, other than what we've got sitting in front of us, I don't know what we're missing. Uh, we're missing Some DC um, stuff. Yeah, we're missing Red Sun. I'm not counting stuff that like right. he, yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. like. Uh, he didn't really like, like run stuff where he just worked as a young young yeah, person. When when he was doing British British stuff for like with that, Grant Morrison, we're not counting that. Like stuff where that is that is his. Right. It's not a big stack. No, you know? I mean he he likes to write short stories. Is basically what that yeah. tells me. He he likes to write one off stories and then go to the next one which is fine because you it, it gives it gives you more stuff of his to read yeah. but he also ends the book with a cliffhanger kind of pseudo cliffhanger right yes like, like it can yes. be it's if he hmm. and what i was telling michael the other day he writes books like he would write movies yes He's like cool if this movie if this book were be trans translated into a movie it'd be fine but then it's like, oh, but wait, what about these questions? Like, give me, answer these, please. Yeah. So. For I sure. I, I mean, That's my problem with him. I, I want yeah, him to finish these I, books. You told me that before I read much of his stuff. Because before right. this show, I've only read, like, Marvel and DC stuff. I've read right. Civil War and Red Sun. And right, I never, right. I hadn't read Jupiters. I hadn't read. You read Kick-Ass, Huck. though. No, I just read Kick-Ass. Okay, um, I thought you read Kick-Ass before. Okay. Mm-hmm. I should kick ass this past Who week. Who read Wanted? Was it you? Okay. Um, no, I hadn't read pretty much anything of his other than you know the the big Marvel DC stuff. Right. Um, and so and and you told me this before. You told me this a long time ago too. I I remembered. Right. Um, that you know his stuff feels very movie-y. But well, maybe Ron is just like being overly hard on it or whatever. And I'm reading Huck and I'm like, oh my god, this is yeah. like this is it's a like movie. beat for beat. But I mean, it's good though. It is, which I, is annoying. It's like you're you're saying it. And it's not. Don't take it as a negative. No, like, as it means the book is bad. It just means it is written like a movie, right? And paced like a movie. Yes, very and much so. Seems like it's designed to say, "Hey, look at this. Wouldn't this make a cool motion picture?" Or mo- or TV series. And, and or I whatever. feel like Huck looked like Channing Tatum also. 
A little bit. I was like, well, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Did I not grab Huck? No, no, you didn't. Yeah, that's I know. One. I was forgetting one. Yeah. Um, Huck is really good. Let's talk about Huck, Huck for really a second. Good. I just read that um, a couple of days ago. So you want to tell tell me what Huck's about, Ron? Because you've been telling me about Huck for um, yeah, a while. Yeah, I've been talking about this one for a little while. It came out 2015? A couple years ago. Yeah, yeah 2015. 2015. Yeah. Um, it is about a... I don't even know how to describe him. It's, it's a guy who is very sweet, very nice, and he likes to do stuff for the community, for his community. But he's, he's looked upon... He's a gas upon, station attendant. Gas station attendant. But he's looked upon as the... Simple one? The simple guy in the in the town, but I mean, he does he does everything for this town. But you you kind of see reading the first two issues that he has some type of extra strength, extra right. endurance. He's like, okay, well, that's kind of yeah. cool. He's enhanced in some way, right? And um, the only thing he ever wants to do is find his mother. There's only lost, seven issues, or six. I thought it was six. It's probably six. six. Uh, he wants to find his mother because he lost his mother when he was a child and all this stuff. Uh, so he ends up, I don't know, what he ended up doing? He ended up uh, contacting somebody. Well, so basically. Or, oh, no. Oh. Some lady uh, contacted the news and got his, yeah, uh, all his good deeds out to the world and stuff. And then people started to figure it out. And then people he's... started figuring out that he was there. The company that I would assume made him. I don't know how that worked out. Well, he, well, he wasn't made. His mom. Well, his mom's gave birth to him. Right. But but she was. However, that came to be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's there's this there's this evil corporation type of thing. Uh, there's this guy that says he's Huck's brother, and he's and like, he hey, wasn't. we're gonna go find. Uh, we're I'm gonna go, let's go find mom. You, that's what you do, right? You find stuff, and that right. is what Huck does. He goes and yeah. you know finds your lost cat, finds your whatever, um, and so they go and they find him, and then it's big setup and it's a whole thing. Um, but it, it was really good. Yeah. I was I was not expecting it to be that good. It was it's solid. Based on the title, I, I knew nothing other than the title. I thought right. it was going to be Huck Finn. Ah, for sure. I thought it was going to be is this like Huckleberry Finn. What is this about? So the brother's Tom. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, didn't work out that way. It it was it was it's really, really good. good. I I really enjoyed it. Um, I really would recommend it. And they open it or they leave it. They resolve it. They but do. There, but there is. But then there is an open ending. An open-endedness to how it ends, and that you can tell more stories. Right. It's, it's not just like here's the button and then we're done. Right. It you know there's a lot more. I feel like a lot of his it. stuff is written that way. It's all of them, every I, single one. I, yeah, because all the ones I've read anyway. Everything that he does, like Ron was saying, it's a short story and upon itself. But he's also. I'm I'm kind of basing this off of the new Kingsman book, The Red Diamond, that just came out last week. Which he didn't write. Which he didn't write, but the first Kingsman... Eh, I haven't read that one, so... The first Kingsman is the, the first movie. Kingsman. Right. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about Kingsman we'll talk about, next week. We'll talk about more of that, but it's it leaves it open-ended, obviously. Okay. It's a spy thriller kind of series, so you don't need a concrete... A more action-y James Bond. Yeah. And so... He kind of also seems like the type of person that's like, hey, if you have an idea for this story, you have to do it under my brand, but you can continue the story. Okay, for sure. Um, and that's kind of how I felt with um, the second Kingsman book that just came out last week. Okay, interesting. Um, so, yeah, no, Huck, Huck is very good. It's really um, good. Huck is very good. But I think um, the thing that really made the splash for him um, is Kick-Ass, right? I mean, in terms of... Movie popularity because did Kick Ass or Wanted come first? Wanted came first. Wanted came first, and Wanted was not not was good. It? Wanted came first. Was it in two thousand? 
I early two thousand seven. Early. Oh uh, yeah, check. check that out. But um, Wanted is not a good movie. I mean, it is. A, I mean, it's a popcorn movie. You know, it's not. Wanted's fun. I, I, but I also haven't read the book, so I don't know how bad the yeah. well how it translates. I've I haven't read Wanted either, um, but I have seen the movie, and it is you know it's. It's a crappy action movie that is about, you know, as good as you can be right. for what it is. It's not. I mean, it knows what it is. For sure. It's. It doesn't think it's some really good movie. Um, it's. It's not good, but it's fine. You can watch it. Um, Did you know Chris Pratt's in that. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He wanted. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of the movie you remember. Not much. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> the last time I saw it. <laughs> he is. Two thousand eight. So the movie came out. When did Kick Ass come out? Uh, two thousand ten. Okay. He is. When James McAvoy finally loses it and decides to leave Office Space, he pretty much Office Space is all over Chris Pratt's head with the keyboard. Yep. Excellent. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Awesome. So, but what was weird about Wanted the movie in comparison to the book is Wanted, the book had more of a kind of superhero element to it, and you were seeing other creatures that weren't human. Like, there was a Clayface-esque kind of mobster villain in it. Okay. Um, I right. mean, there's capes and heroes and, I mean, Bosque-looking people. And they were all actual, like, for sure. monster there, villains There was almost. more to the world. Yeah. For sure. Than just, look, I can curve a bullet and Morgan Freeman can teach me how to do this. Yeah, for right. sure. Um, I don't remember the book being that great. It's been a while <laughs> since I've read the book, too. But... It's an interesting concept when, for what I remember of the book, that how open the world was and how much more the world had to offer okay. than just, it's a group of rogue assassins. Right. Um, I, I think, I, I no one ever talks to me about Wanted. No, no one ever comes in and asks for Wanted. I mean... I, I mean, you know what I mean? It's not, I mean, it's going to be kick-ass more than right. it's going to be that. I feel like... Um, Every once in a while, we have somebody come in and want wants that book, but yeah, it's just I mean, not as much as Kickass. No, Kickass is definitely um, his big thing, and I just um, just read it recently, and just saw it recently too because I never seen it. Um, I read it first, and I and I actually was surprised at how much I liked it. Okay, um, so it wasn't bad. No, um, okay, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I think. I don't love the art, but it's fine. It works. I mean, it's, it works. It's, it's for me, though. It works so. as much as it. Uh, the, this book is best suited is where JRJR is best suited. Okay. Um, because it's a little over the top and a little, you know, not real <laughs> for sure. Um, but <clears throat> excuse me, but I really liked it. Um, I thought it was really interesting. And have you read Kickass? No. Have you seen the movie? I have seen the movies. Okay. <laughs> Both. Uh, what about you, Hyde? Yes. You, you've seen I've, I've read and seen. Can you tell me the story about it real quick? So, the story of Kick-Ass is um, this kid decides that he wants to be a superhero. Um, not only just to be a superhero, just to be feel like he's doing something important, but, you know, superheroes get the girl. He's kind right. of a loser. He's right. awful all around. So, what happens is the first time he goes out in a costume... He gets pretty much his ass kicked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually where he gets his name from. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Um, he, <laughs> he thinks about that while he's getting beat. 
Yeah. Um, gets and, and he got his costume off of eBay too. Yeah, he gets his costume off of eBay. Um, but he goes after he gets jumped. He actually is in the hospital, and they put metal pins in him and kind of re-enhance him a little bit. And his nerve endings get desensitized. Desensitized, so mm-hmm. he he doesn't really feel pain. Right. He can take more hits. He can take more hits than anything. <clears throat> so that kind of prompts him to become more of a going out and finding more heroes. And so he comes across uh, Big Daddy and Hit Girl, who are right. these Batman Robin esque kind of really hyper violent father daughter team highlight of movie one <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um a little different in the book um in the movie um nick cage was way more meek yes okay. than he was in this yeah and their relationship was a little different okay but um hold on so going on with it too it's kind of <laughs> it was interesting to see that dynamic of like hey these ordinary people are just now being superheroes right it's just them taking on their own life of things in new york city of all um obviously there's the whole mobster elements and just kind of your generic like i'd like the first one more than i like the second uh book wise or movie wise both, both. <laughs> yeah both um because i've never seen two I read two. I like the characters that are into. I just don't care for the story because what I like about this one, it's it's not. Hey, there's a a rogue group of supervillains that came up now. Right. But in the same sense, when you look at it as a comic genre thing, that's one of the most simple things that ever happens. Is Batman happens, the Joker happens, Kickass happens, the MF happens. <laughs> right. So it was kind of a cause and effect thing, which I can understand. But at the same time, it was like, I like the groundedness of him just going after mobsters. And Big Daddy was, like I said, he his mission made more sense for just a mobster thing. Right. And Hate Girl's mission just made more sense for a mobster gang thing than going off and trying to fight an army of pseudo supervillains by a whiny rich kid. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but you know, it was kind of funny because when you when you think about it with the movie too, Kickass actually bombed. Yeah, I don't. I didn't actually see that movie when it came out in theaters. Uh, I saw it way later, probably around the same time I saw Scott Pilgrim, around the same vein. So I, I never heard anybody even talking about Kickass to me. Like, hey, you should go watch this movie. No, and it, it's weird because you know, I would have never thought Kingsman. And once again, we'll get into this next week. Um, I would never thought Kingsman was as good as it was. Oh my! Me well, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basing it off the comic, right? Because I, yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, so Kickass when it opened domestically, I think it ended up doing like forty-eight million. Okay. On a thirty million dollar production budget. Wow. Okay. Um. So it made it made money. It made a little bit of money. Oh, I mean, but enough to. Yeah, I think it it was still considered a flop to the studio, if I remember okay. correctly, and so okay. they actually decreased the budget for the second one. You can tell. Um, which I'd, I'd have to go back and rewatch it because I don't know if I remember it that much. Yeah, that, the CG in the second one was not great. I don't remember any CG in the first one really that stuck out as bad, but um, I really liked the first one too. The, I thought the movie was was solid. Yeah, no, the movie was fine. I mean, it's not. I it's a lot better than it, it probably should have been. It didn't age poorly. No, I no. mean it. I watched it. I mean, I watched it for the first time last week, and it felt recent because sure. it's what, like ten years old, right? Ish. Yeah, yeah, uh, 2000, yeah, 2010, yeah. I'm so seven, seven years, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I really liked it. Um, I liked, I thought the characters were all interesting. Um, 
I thought the characters were actually more likable in the movie than they were in the comic. Yes. Because um, they're stupid kids in the comic, and they're like they're rude. They're whiny. They're, they're whiny. They're, they complain. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Oh, and also, uh, what's his name? I don't know his name. Uh, but the guy that plays one of his friends, who ends up being ass kicker. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, he's a Quicksilver. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're both. Yeah. Later on. Yeah, they're both. They're both, they're both Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's uh, weird. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. I, I, so two is not worth worth my time. No, dude. I, you know, like I don't I, own it. So. I, it's one of it's one of those ones that I'm not. I wasn't upset that I paid for a movie ticket for it. Okay. Um, there was a lot of backlash towards Jim Carrey for this movie for that movie as well which I kind of it didn't help the movie okay um he never went out and publicly bashed Kick-Ass 2 oh I remember this but he he did have some negative things to say about movie violence and things like that and it was like right a month right before Kick-Ass 2 was coming out and he's in it and yeah and he's he plays the colonel right um oh really yeah and I like those characters but like I said it gets a little more comic book than right. what the first one was where it's the the son of the mobster is now this super uber villain who is gathering up all these other kids yeah, that want to be sure. these other juggalos that want to be villains yeah. and no they're not a gang <laughs> they're not a gang and did you see that yeah i know, okay. I know all about that and right. so it, it was just weird in that sense and you know like they they grab people out of russia and make them super villains uh-huh and it's just, it took it to a whole new extreme. Yeah, it did. And there's more, like, the first one's shocking when you read it. I love the opening for the first Kick-Ass book. Okay, Where yeah, you have yeah. the guy that, from the insane asylum, thinks he can fly off the building, jumps off and lands into the car. I thought that was great. Right. Mm-hmm. But this one now, when you do two, they had it like, well, what do we do for a shock factor now? And so they do have some... Um, crazy violence. Crazy violence. They do have... Um, a couple rape scenes in there too and it's just like i don't think it needed this and in the movie they kind of handled that scene a little bit better where it becomes an impotent scene all right okay but it's still not it still doesn't feel like it needs to be there yeah yeah um but i i like the volume one of kick-ass a lot yes um, i've only read volume one and volume two i haven't read three or hit girl for sure. Um, but I liked Volume 1 a lot, and I think Volume 1 is uh, definitely worth your read. Uh, might as well read the other ones just I mean, in case. finish it off. And so I'm, go- I'm going to. I just I had to prioritize who I want to read yeah, yeah. all of Kick-Ass right. or, or read I want to read some other, some other things. For sure. For well, sure, it, was, sure. it was kind of funny because when 3 came out, there was a whole huge rumor. And it's going around in the same time that The Walking Dead was all in Rick's mind. Oh, he's yeah, still yeah, in a yeah. Coma. Um, there I, was a, I remember that. There was a, uh, a panel in 3... Where you see um, Kick-Ass after he got beat, but it's at a different time, and you still see the same nurse, and it's the same panel, but in the next room next to him, it's actually Kick-Ass as well. Okay. And so everyone's like, well, wait a second. Uh, for is sure. This, is he just copying a panel over just to save time and money? Right, right. Or... Is it all in his head? Is it all in his head again? Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't... Uh... Um... Yeah, I, I I really dug it. Um, I think yeah, Ron, you should definitely read at least volume one. Yeah, um, it's yeah, really I'll good, it and out. it's and it's short, and and they read so quick because it's all it, there's so much action. Oh, really? As I'm reading it, because I'm reading it on the iPad, you know, right? And I was just like, scroll, 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 scroll. It's I mean, there's there's pages with like five words on them. Oh, cool. You know what well, I mean? It's like, well, okay, 
You can you could read. Um, I took me forty minutes to read volume one. Okay, that's yeah, that, like yeah, that's it, super easy. Maybe even thirty. Okay, uh, that, that was thirty minutes, forty minutes, and I was eating lunch. Got you. at the same time. <laughs> Got you. you know, for so sure. like for sure, it was sure. real easy. Um, and also, I'd recommend the movie too. The, the movie was enjoyable. the movie's good. Movie was good. Let's go check the movie out. Sure. Um, but uh, next, let's get into Nemesis, um, which uh, I actually just read last night. I, I read it a couple days ago. Because um, uh, on recommendation of Dylan, thanks Dilly, uh, thanks Dilly. Um, it's a four issue um, <laughs> mini series. Mini. Um, can I see it? Real <laughs> but quick? it's supposed to have a volume two at some point. Yeah. And this is through Icon, right? Yes. Yeah. And this is this has the old Miller World logo yeah. on it too. So that um, book came out about four years ago. Yeah. Uh, a couple months after that, they announced the volume two, and uh, four years later. <laughs> so there you go. So Nemesis is basically, um, I heard somebody describe it as, what if Batman was just like a complete psychopath? Cra- psychopath. Take take Batman and Joker and mm-hmm. put them in one character. That's, that's it's, Nemesis. That's Nemesis. Yeah. So Nemesis, a little more messed up. Nemesis is this supervillain. Type of guy who walks around in a Moon Knight costume, basically, uh, and you know goes and has these elaborate plans and kills, kills top cops. police officers. Yep, uh, in various countries throughout the world. Yep, um, and again, this one is so cinematic and is such a movie. It's, oh, I mean, it's, you such, it's it. such, such a movie. movie. You look at it. I mean, just based on this, like he you can he see jumped, all the set he jumps the. The, the bridge and lands upside down, shoots the rocket launcher right, right. at the you helicopter, and then the dives into a it's, sewer. It's nonsense. You know those um, uh, photo mangas that they put out of My Neighbor Totoro? Yeah. Okay. It's like the screenshots from the manga. It's like that. It's like this This could just be an animated version of a movie that already exists. Um, and it's so over the top. And, and, you know, the cop is such... Uh, the characters are so stark. Yeah, they're, they're very... Generic. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. very cartoon. Right. You know, the cop is such like genius super cop. Right. And he's such evil super villain, but it's so good. It's it is, really it is really good. And it's um, McNiven it does the art. McNiven and they, does the and art. they had just done uh, what? Uh, Civil War, right? Civil War. Yeah. Civil yeah. War and uh, Old Man Logan. Didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they did Old Man Logan. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that I, one. You know, once again, that's another one I was like, holy, wait. Wow. He did okay. do Old Man Logan. Yeah. He did. Yeah, 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 I got one for once. <laughs> Comic historian Michael here. They said it on the back, that's why I read it. Thanks. I, I mean, I've read Old Man Logan, but that's what, that's what reminded me. Because I knew Civil War was like, did they both do... I don't remember who did... I never remember who does the art for Old Man Logan. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they this they, they did Old Man Logan in Civil War, and then they did this four-issue mini... Man, all right, cool. Beans. And um, it it's it's awesome. I I really it's really super fast it. paced too. Oh my gosh! It, it, it took is, me like twenty minutes. It is it yeah. It just it goes yeah. It it's so good. Um, the ending is such a movie ending too. Oh yeah. Um oh yeah. With the, with letter, the letter and like random guy sitting on the beach. He's like, all right, who's that? Who's that dude? <laughs> yeah. I, so I mean, they they could have done more with this. They could have. I mean, he, he's supposed to. Because that's what well, he said. Well, and well, that's the thing too, right? Is that so? Netflix bought Miller World. They did. And so what that means is that they have the rights to produce all this crap. That goes into our question. That does go in with our questions. Oh yeah, questions yeah. So this one um, comes from a unknown source I, from Dijon. <laughs> Dijon is that what it says? No, Delandre. Delandre. Delasandra. So our question for this one was: What Miller World property would you like to see on Netflix first? Uh, would you like to see it as a TV show or a movie? And then 
to fan cast it. Nemesis. As, Nemesis as a movie. year one? As a movie. As a movie, for sure. Yeah, yeah I would Or as a miniseries. If I didn't... If I... Before I read Nemesis, I would have said Chrononauts. Chrononauts well, that's already going to be a thing, though. I, I know. Whatever. They said that is three Chrononauts years good? ago. Chrononauts is awesome. It's, and, uh, it's that, and it's that weird time travel stuff, It's the right? time travel one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to read that, and it was either do I read that or do I read Jupiter's Legacy, and I'm regretting that I read yeah, Jupiter's you Legacy. Yeah, read Chrononauts, dog. It's, that, art, that art's fantastic, yeah, it's son. Top, it's Top Gun time travel. Okay. It's, it's really good. Y'all should read it. Just real quick, Jupiter's Legacy, I know people love it. And Volume 1, I think the only redeeming quality, that's all I read was Volume 1, uh, is Frank Quitely's art. Nope. I like his already, art a lot. Already done with the book. What's with the Derpasaurus in Chrononauts? They, just, they put some more paint on them. Don't worry about it. I, I mean, I think Jupiter's Legacy is not really for me. I think I know there's people that like it or and Quietly's love it. Or art. I like Wiley. I don't. Um, I like it. Well, I like it in that. I don't like it in other things, but I liked it in that. Um, but the, he's they took him off the book. Um, that's the yeah. only one he did. And, yeah. uh, Miller said because he takes too long. I mean, he said it in a very nice way, but he said because Quietly takes too he, long. And he worked with uh, McNiven three times, so there you go. Right. <laughs> also, notorious, he takes a long time. Yes, yes, yes he does. I, McNiven has some really weird faces in, uh, I think it's in Nemesis. Give me Nemesis. There's just some really bad faces in this that I'm just like, who is this supposed to be? Like, but know. yes, uh, before yeah. I read Nemesis, I would have said Chrononauts because I the time travel stuff is always a plus for me. But this would have to be a TV show. This that I, that no, would be a TV show. No yes, I, I would agree. TV show because um, you can you can do a lot of stuff with time travel and have adventures galore. Uh, but Nemesis would really be cool. Just like over the top graphic, yeah. I mean, like hard really push yeah. the unratedness of Netflix for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, I can't find it. <laughs> there was one that I was reading last night. I was like, man, I don't even know who that's but, supposed uh, to be. Yeah, th- those would be my first two for sure. If I had to choose, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, and who would you have as? I think who would as, I have as, as nemesis? nemesis? I don't know. I don't think that's his Tom Hardy. Boom. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Why not? He's in Too everything. Short. Why not? He's what drawn, are you saying? He's drawn tall in this. I don't care. Okay, Wolverine's drawn okay, short. Okay, yeah, Wolverine. I know. Like, I <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, actually, I... I Idris Elba. <laughs> Idris Elba. <laughs> Just Donnie, all Yen. Donnie Yen. Sure, why not? No, I, I think more interesting is you need you need a good uh, cop. John Bernthal. You need a good uh, Marrow as the cop. You yeah, know, I don't know who... Who I'm, would be the cop? Yeah. Uh, John Hamm. I w- He's not old enough. I wasn't thinking when I saw. No, I'm for Nemesis. When, oh, for Nemesis. When when I saw him, I was like, you know what? I could see Ed Harris doing this. Ed Harris is the cop. Yeah. Okay. Ed I, Harris. Yeah. yeah. I'd be okay yeah, I could that. see that. Ed Harris definitely. Okay, so we got Ed Harris as the cop, and we got uh, as Nemesis. Are we going with Tom Hardy? Or are we doing? Uh... Um. Uh. What's uh? What's uh? The kid from Baby Driver. What's his name? Oh, uh, Ansel Elgort. Just do yeah, do him. Ansel Elgort. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm no. just making. No, fun. Um, I'm always bad at fan casting. Like Cameron Monaghan. Cameron Cameron Mannheim. <laughs> Wait, who? The, the kid from uh, he's the Joker in Gotham. Gotham. Oh, no, okay. shut up. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not buff enough. Like you can't get buff enough. No, nah, he's. Are his you, build Hold is, on. No, no, no. Hold on. Tell me between Kickass One and Kickass Two, Aaron Taylor Johnson did not just get I got jacked. You. I got you. Hide. I don't think the kid has it. In him. Wow. I, I don't. He's. 
Dude, he's scrawny. You know he is. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Wow. Tom Hardy. There you go. Tom it's, Hardy. It's who I'm um, I can't think no, of anybody. I don't, I don't like Tom Hardy. Okay, that's that. fine. I like. Uh, I don't know who I like, but I don't know if I like Tom Hardy. I don't like Tom Hardy. Do uh, you want somebody older? Do uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, they want him to be the Ryan right now. No, Skarsgård, DiCaprio. There we go. Boom. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. I don't know. I'm, no, I'm bad at this. I already said that. No, he wouldn't do anything like this. No, uh, Jim Carrey. I'm kidding. <laughs> I actually, sure. I actually sure. would, but he Why wouldn't. Not? Do it. <laughs> I actually would. Um, I don't know. So yeah, Nemesis, is, Nemesis is a uh, pick your own on that one. I yeah, don't really know. Sure. That's tough. Um, so wanted. <laughs> you know, I you know I wouldn't mind seeing wanted done properly Again, as a TV show. It would it would be a nice TV show for sure. I think, yeah. but you have to. I want it set in the world they have in the comic. Not the one that's in the But we're kind of getting that already with Will Smith. So. Oh, just not, that's just not as superhero That's right. He's got that one with David Ayer on Netflix. Oh, uh, the Blight. One, oh, the Blight. one that looks like Shadowrun. Yeah. Blight, like the, but it's, yeah, it's kind of set in the... Uh, it, it, has it, has the same, that, it has that same thing. It has the same he characters almost. But it's not like Kerbin Bullets. It's actual... It's less Blight's superhero. Bad, man. No, I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. I'm when, super excited. When's Blight coming out? Next year? No, it's this year. It's... December actually, I think. All right, so maybe in January we can talk about it. Cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know about Blight Man. I'm excited. I, it's it's gonna either be awesome or terrible. It has a really good. It has a really decent cast. It has a cast. I, I had. To, I it had has to, a cast because Will Smith. Yeah. I mean, he's playing Will Smith, which is the best thing he does. So. I mean, that's the only thing he does. So. That's I, mean, also I should true. hope he does it well. <laughs> that's also true. He's really good at playing himself. I mean, hey. But then it's got a Joel Egerton in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Couple other people names, but yeah. I can't think of them right now. So, so yeah. I don't. I'm not totally sold off on it yet. I just don't know if I'm on board. On For board. sure, I yeah. got you. I'll watch it. Is it? It's a movie or a series? Movie. movie. Okay. Oh, no, definitely watch it. Yeah. Movie, I can do. If it's like a, I don't know if I can commit to you know ten hours. For or sure. Something I'm gonna hate. <laughs> no, I got you. Um, which is why I still haven't watched Death Note yet, but I, I, I might. No. Just don't. Well, we're not doing an episode on it. So it doesn't I don't matter. Just watch, don't. watch the anime. If you're going to watch something good, watch the anime. Maybe next year we can do a Death Note anime, anime? episode. Please. <laughs> or we'll do another anime starter pack. Roundup thing. thing, yeah. Yeah, because I need to watch some more anime. But anyway. I'm going to take a bolt gun to that movie. And just well, you are Mike. Yeah, you, you are, are Mike, Mike. Hamlin. Um, so anyway, um, what what's your final opinion now that we've talked about him, what, what, Ronald, on uh, Mark Miller here? I, I, like, I like Mark Millar. Uh, <laughs> Millar. <laughs> I think he's a really good writer to start. I, I think I I haven't read the Kickass stuff. Uh, I don't think he can write longer than six issues. I honestly I don't. Cause the Civil War was seven. <laughs> good job, Hyde. Good yeah, job. yeah, but that Spider Man issue, he said in an interview, uh, the whole thing with Spider Man revealing his identity was to sell books. He said Spider Man wasn't otherwise planned to be in the book. Yeah, they just needed to. Oh yeah. PR get. I mean, the, the, what's what's how do you gauge like? How do you make people that aren't reading comics all Air. of a sudden buy this stuff? Yeah, yeah. Sure. involve Spider-Man. It involves Spider-Man or, or him kill taking... a character, kill, yeah. make it public knowledge that hey, look right. what we're doing. For yeah. sure, um, I like most of his books that he's written that you've read that I've read. So, is there anyone I that mean, you don't like? Empress. Uh, okay. We had, we didn't talk about the one that as much. It's it's high fantasy, uh, but it's it's a. Uh, it's an escape movie. They're trying to escape. Okay. Uh, it's not prison, but just it's an escape her, movie. Her life. It's a movie. 
It's it's a movie. I mean, it's basically a movie, right? Oh yeah. Is that? It's a book. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's what it's too fast paced. Like that okay. one's just like really all over the place. So that's the one I like the least. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I forgot what? he wrote that one Superior? too. Superior. No. Which one? American Jesus. Oh yeah, he did. Right. American TV. Jesus is fantastic. Really? Oh. I want to read Superior too. I, I almost that read that. Really it was either that or Jupiter's or uh, I don't remember the other one. Chronos. Chronos. Well, it's it's so great too because, and I'm not going to spoil it because yeah, yeah. It, it's such a big thing at the end of this book. Um, but at the end of the book, they ha- he has like a full like three four page written thing of like, hey, did you notice this stuff in the background of these panels to get to this conclusion that we see here? Oh, really? And it's so little. It's little things. So. The premise of American Jesus is obviously it's Jesus. It's Jesus' second coming. Okay. Um, and so there are certain things that are that were prepared for this, um, but there's a major twist at the end, and I can't. I'm not going to say know. what it is because it's it, just it's, one volume. I assume. It's just one volume, of and it's what? No way. <laughs> <laughs> what? And it, and it sells. It, that's what makes the book great is that ending. Hmm. Um, so you go through and you meet this character who is obviously Jesus, but he's. He's off helping people. He's saving cats and doing miracles. Um, Government picks him up. Um, They take him to a specialized facility. But you find out some things here and there. And then the book ends. Mm. So Is this this book in print? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, And so at the end, there's... As you go through and you're reading all the stuff, he's like, Hey, did you notice this one little element in this panel here? That when he's saving or performing this miracle, or did you see this person standing in this panel while he was doing this, and all that stuff kind of starts adding up and makes you believe the ending that they're giving you. Okay, so he basically gives you the key, like he 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 writes like as himself to tell to, and tells you this. Yeah, stuff? that's cool. Um, and honestly, one of the and I, you were saying which one was the worst one. My worst one's for Kingsman. Really? Yeah. At, okay. And you know what's funny is originally Matthew Vaughn's name was not on this book at all. Really? <laughs> well, what does he have to do with it? He's the director for the movie. I mean, I know, but why is it on the book? Because he's the director for the movie. Okay. There you go. <laughs> which, speaking of which, I'm actually kind of excited because he did confirm that he's in talks for Man of Steel 2. So oh, I am cool. super, and he he's one of the guys that like it's I want Superman twenty twenty one. Yeah, he he's one of the guys that like I want Superman back with the underwear on the outside. <laughs> oh, excellent. Okay, well, I don't want that, but all right. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, in that sense, yeah. like he wants that For Superman. Sure. I got you. Again. So I think that would be a good. Just give him a kid. Make super Superman. Super Yeah, yeah. Just do that. I mean, at that point. Mm. No, but it last last time they last time they gave Superman a son, he kind of left the planet and then came back as Brandon Routh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Cool beans. So, if you had to recommend one Mark Miller book to to a customer, who would it be? American Jesus. What would it be? Amer- American Jesus. Uh, mine would be Nemesis. Mine would be Chrononauts. So there you go. Not Huck. No, nah, Chrononauts is I I I can't. And there's going to be more Chrononauts though, right? Sean Murphy is great. No. No. Maybe. What else has he done? What do I know Sean Murphy from? Uh, Punk Rock Jesus? Yep. Uh, no, I don't read that. He's, 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 he's about to do a Batman, Batman White Knight. World story. It's uh, Ron's got like a... Because that looks really familiar to me. Tokyo Ghost. Tokyo oh, Ghost. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, I got you. All Ron, right. Ron never shuts up about him. Yeah. I mean, I don't. He's Ron, great. Ron's a fan. Um, but anyway. He's good. <laughs> what do you want um, me to do? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Hyde? What's your final uh, thoughts on Mark Miller? So, you know, it wasn't until I went to the back of Empress that I was like, oh, okay, this is everything else he's written. And I was like, wow, wait, hold on. I completely forgot about Superior. Superior is supposed and to be really American good. I'm Jesus. mad we didn't, we didn't have that one. I want to read that. Um, but, you know, he's very cinematic. Yeah. Um, if you like movies and comics. If you like movies and comics, this is kind of what... He has something for each genre, almost. Yeah. Um, he's got your superhero stories. He's got your... Waiting on your the horror, anti- though. You know, they talked about doing a second book for American Jesus, and that would have been your horror. Okay. Um, but... He's got sci-fi. He talked about doing second books for all these Yeah, books. he does. Yeah, he's sure. got sci-fi. He's got spies. The, the only he's thing got... he can do with the second volume of is Kick-Ass and uh, uh, Jupiter. Yep. And even Jupiter doesn't have the original team. Like he had, he had no, to kick off well, even, somebody. Even, even Kingsman doesn't is not even his. Well, he's well, not even writing it. Well, so he's not I mean, writing it. So yeah, I don't count that. But anyway, yeah. Um, I think I think he's very talented. I think uh, he just. I mean, I mean, who am I to say it's it's whatever he's doing is working for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. He's, I, he's really you know doing doing awesome. Like so. I, like I said, just as much of a. In probably the wrong term to use, as much of a household name as he is, mm-hmm. in terms of the in, this world, in in, in the in industry, industry, just in sense, it's it's but, still kind of remarkable how little he actually has. Yeah, we we there's a huge stack here, right. and there's ones that we forgot, but compared to a com- Jason Aaron or compared a, to some Hickman, of the bigger yeah. names nowadays right. too, you you really look at it. He's maybe got, I'm gonna say max, he's got forty books. And that might be he, a little he, bit. It much. wouldn't fill a short box. Yeah, it wouldn't fill a short for box. Sure. Whereas, like Matt Fraction would be a long box. Would right. be like a col- well, like an eight box know. collection. I mean, yeah. he he has a bunch of titles. Yeah, not a bunch of actual content. Yes, yeah, so, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he maybe has forty titles, give right. or take. Um, and so I think it just kind of surprises me to that extent of. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of. I don't really know where his takeoff was. I know maybe Kick Ass, maybe it was Old Man Logan. I know that was really big when it came out. Civil or War Civil obviously War, was yeah. big, and Superman Red Sun was really yeah. well done. But I think that one, because it was an Elseworlds thing, kind of right. fell off to the wayside up until recently. Well, yeah, people yeah. talk about people love Red Sun. Which though. you know, it's funny too talking about that. So the director for it mm-hmm. pitched a Red Sun movie to Warner Brothers. Really, hmm. I'd like to see that. That'd be cool. Yeah. But I mean that they need to get their main universe straight before they. Worry At this about point, I don't. World. I don't. Just or, give the, me, or just or just they're gonna make me, whatever movie they want. Give me make. Justice League. Give me Aquaman, and then we'll we'll go from there. Right. Um, but uh, speaking of, anyway, uh, Wonder Woman comes out this week, right? On yeah, on Blu-ray yes. on the nineteenth. Uh, so yesterday, based on yeah when this comes listeners, out. yes. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. But uh, anyway, what we have some events coming up. Um, we have on the twenty uh, third and twenty fourth. We have Jeremy Hahn. He's going to be signing at. Clear Lake store on the 23rd. Nope. 24th. Yeah. 24th. Uh, here on the 23rd. Westheimer on the 23rd. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's right. Saturday here, Sunday at Clear Lake. Uh, we have um, Tuesday the 26th. We have our uh, Legacy uh, Midnight Number 1 what? launch party. It's going to be uh, awesome because we have the sale prices. Yes. Uh, all, all of our standard Halloween sale prices, uh, you can get them a month early as long as you buy... The main cover. The wrap, gatefold, wraparound, Casada cover, yeah. $6.99. It's f- $5.99. Is it $5.99? $5. Okay, $5. I thought we said yeah. $6.99. No, it's $5.99. $5. Um, 
So it'll be a lot of fun. We'll actually have some awesome raffles, too. We're doing a Hurricane Harvey relief kind of thing as well. So a handful of our distributors have given us a ha- some really awesome prizes, yeah, actually. definitely. Um, and instead of me hiding them underneath the table, mainly because we won't have tables. Um, yeah, thanks, clearly. <laughs> we're, they'll actually be out and displayed and kind of shown off and like, hey, look, this is what you can win. Win this. Um, yeah, and that's like me, with every five dollar donation, you get a, a raffle, and you can every every ten dollars I guess you spend, you get an extra raffle ticket, and you get a raffle ticket for walking in through the door. Yeah, yeah. You get a raffle ticket for all me sorts accent- of raffle tickets. Yeah, yeah, also you get a raffle ticket if I ask who needs a raffle ticket. Right, exactly. Because y'all will just come up to me and be like, "Hey, I need one. I didn't get one. You lie. <laughs> they, they do lie. They lie to you. Why? Why you lie? Why they lie? Oh, and uh, we have Harley Quinn Day. Harley Quinn Day on the twenty third as well. On the twenty third. Yes. That's yeah. Same the day, day, the day he's here. Yeah. Um, and that's go read uh realm number one, which yeah, he will realm, be signing. Realm it's number actually, one. It's actually pretty we, good. We do have just a came few out. stands, a few stand copies left. Yeah, and then he'll have an exclusive uh variant that you can only uh, get on the on this signing on this tour. Day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, a really good book. I, enjoy I haven't it. read it yet, so um, it looks neat, but. So yeah, that's uh that's coming up. I think that's all we have. Yeah, no I think no so. other announced uh, events. Uh, Halloween sale in a month. Yeah, it's already that's coming. it's a month away. Get ready. It, I mean, Christmas shopping. Get your Christmas shopping ready. But um, anyway, um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's um, it. we're gonna we're gonna put the suggestion box out. Uh, it worked out great this time. Thank you all for doing that. And I thank you all so much for downloading us or streaming us, however you consume the podcast. We really appreciate all the support that you give us. Let's just keep doing this show. Um, yeah, we, could, we couldn't do it if y'all didn't download it. Thank y'all so much. Later, guys. This is Ron. This is Hyde. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.